Hey, what's happening, good folks? It's your boy, it's Ty. I'm not going too much worried about what the hell I look like today, so I just want to show you guys something. I want to show you why I asked you to come into my Discord, all right? So let's get this screen sharing going on. I'm going to work on the keys today, so I might be all over the place, so work with me. All right, where is, bam. All right, so I want to show you guys how I pretty much find my plays and everything. Um, it's not as hard as people think. I know looking at a lot of these lines, a lot of people get intimidated. Uh, let me turn my music down. <clears throat> a lot of people get intimidated. They get intimidated because they look at this chart and they, they don't know what the hell it's saying. So therefore, they, 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 they shy away from it. I just want to be the first to tell you that's the first mistake you've ever made in your life, all right? By refusing to learn and understand this stock chart, you are passing up on so much money. So much goddamn money, all right? So I'm going to try to give you guys some of the things I look for that kind of make it easy. So this here is stockchart.com. I prefer to use them. There are a zillion charting um, platforms, apps, whatever out there. I just use stockchart.com because that's what works for me. All right. <clears throat> so what we have here is this is Uber. I pulled up the chart of Uber. Uber is actually in my portfolio and I am actually using Uber to swing trade and I'm actually I'm using Uber as a long-term hold. What that means is by long-term hold is just probably like a lot of you guys. You'll look at Uber and then you'll go there and you'll put like $300 on Uber and then you let it sit. And you hope that Uber is going to make you a lot of money. And honestly, Uber will. It's just going to take them like years, maybe even decades to make your $300 into some respectable. All right. So what I do is I swing trade, meaning I buy some now that I'm going to sell as soon as Uber goes up to a certain price point, And then I sell it. And then I use that money to go maybe get into another position or so. But I leave enough in there that I can do my long-term hold. So now as Uber goes up even more, I still have money in Uber making me money. So I hope that really makes sense. So some of the things I look for, obviously, you got your open price. So anytime you, you get into a stock, you need to know like the prices. What is it open at? What was this high? What was this low? What was this previous close? All of that will be found here. All right. And for a lot of you guys, that's in the basics of charting. All right, I'm not going to go too much in detail of this. Why? Well, because I've been trying to tell this to half of the people looking at this for nine months now. So now you have to learn this on your own. But the things you want to look at is, like I say, the opening, the prices. You come here. Do they have options? Yes. Options are a way that you're going to make more money quicker. All right. That's just an easier way. Instead of maybe you don't want to buy the actual stock. You can buy contracts, which are options to buy the contracts, you know, you can either take the money or you can do the option to buy the contract when your money makes it. That's a little bit down the road for the newbies. We don't even worry about options. Don't even touch options until you understand how stocks work. Uh, what do we go over here? Over here, hopefully you guys can see my cursor. This will normally tell you obviously the date and time. A lot of stock charts and apps, they, they move with the market. So the market closes on Friday, they close on Friday. The market open on Monday, they open on Monday. So, but uh, here's the volume. 
this is the most, well, not the most, but one of the most important things when you're looking at a stock is the volume. How much volume does, does it have? Volume is us, is the people that are into that stock, right? So sometimes you'll see stocks and then have a couple hundred thousand. Eh, that's cool, but that's not a lot of people to move, to move that uh, stock a bunch of money. So you want to look at volume. All stock charts come with what's called Again, hope you can see my thing over here. All stock charts come with what's called moving averages. And majority of them are already have them on the chart. Well, not majority. They'll, they'll have the first two on the chart, which is normally like the five, the 50 and the 200 day. Some will have a 20, but most of them would be the 50 day moving average and a 200 day moving average. Your moving averages is that is that average price of that stock for that amount of time. I'll say it again. That is the price of that stock for that average amount of time. So for 200 days, for 200 days, Uber's average is $49.40. That's right there. For 50 days, Uber's average is $44.48. For the 250, Uber's current price right now is $45.12. All right, so right now it's pretty much above both averages. Uh, just a little bit. Well, I lie. Except for the 200 day moving average, my apologies. It's still under the 200 day moving average, which is pretty much $50, but it's $49.40. Again, it's sitting at $45.12. The 50 day moving average right here is $44.48. And then we have these, these other ones, but these are ones that I put in for my knowledge. I'm not going to get too much into that because that'll confuse you. So for right now, we're just going to worry about the 250. Down here, a lot of people may have mentioned me uh, talk about the MACD. This is the MACD, all right? This tracks the movement right along with your candlesticks. This actually tells you, if, well, it tells me anyway, if the stock is going up or down, up or down. So hopefully you can see here, but as you can see, we would say, let's say from the April to May timeframe, we would say, hey, uh, Uber's MACD is pointed up to the, to the upside. She's trending upward, which means this is prime time to get into Uber. Like damn what the TVs and everything else say, if this is pointed upwards, that means that this stock is about to go up. It's getting volume. It's getting a lot of people to come in and buy. So therefore that stock is gonna travel up. I'm gonna see if I can keep it. But as you can see here, if you follow along there, Along with the MACD, you can see as the stock goes up, the MACD goes up. As the stock goes down, the MACD goes down. Normally, the MACD will start moving first. So you'll see, you'll know when the stock is starting to trend to the downside because, well, the MACD is start pointing downwards, meaning it's finna come down. Now, people that don't know how to read a stock chart, nine times out of 10, they're gonna buy Uber somewhere along, or along here. Let's just say here at $47. Uber shot up to $64 and they're like, oh man, we're making money. Then all of a sudden Uber dropped. And for the most of them, they lost money. Well, they didn't make as much. But for the people that got in, let's say here, 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 and maybe even here, where they bought and then Uber crashed out. Nine times out of 10, Uber was starting, as you can see here, it was starting to touch its RSI. The RSI is kept up here, the relativity, relativity strength index, meaning this tells you that a stock is overbought. When, you're, when we say, hey, the RSI is hot, 
That means too many people are buying it. So if I could put this to layman's turn, when the RSI is hot, look at it as being conceited. All right. Look at it as being conceited. It's like telling a, a pretty girl she's conceited. And she, oh, I know, I know I look good. I'm beautiful. Well, eventually reality is going to slap in and somebody's going to tell her she's ugly and her feelings are going to get hurt. Well, that's what happened to Uber. Uber went up. As you can see, anytime that the RSI gets hot. Now, again, this is the RSI here. The RSI can actually stay hot for a long time. So what that means is this stock is overbought. So if you hold on to it during this time, you have to understand at any given moment, this stock is going to fall. And as you can see here, it came up $56.02. RSI got hot. It failed. Came back up. $54. Stayed there. RSI got hot again. It failed. And each time Uber went up, granted the RSI didn't get hot, but most of the time when Uber get close to that RSI, it starts to fall. Why? Because nine times out of 10, Uber had a lot of stuff in the news from uh, people in California to uh, not, not getting paid correctly, to the emissions problem, to so on and so forth. When people hear bad news about a stock, they, they hurry up and they run and sell. They don't even waste their time. They just, they paper hands, they go sell. Therefore, that drops our money. All right. So when the RSI is hot, that means it's overbought. Now right here, the RSI is cold. It's cold. So what does that mean? That means right here, that means that it's underbought. So if it's hot, it's going to come down. If it's cold, eventually it's going to go up. And as you can see, Uber was cold here at $43.17. Enough people say, holy crap, that is very cheap for me. I'll jump in right now and make me some money. So they jumped in at $43. And they more than likely rolled it all the way up to about $51. They made some good money, depending on how much they put in, they sold. The rest of you guys, you're still holding. And you're watching your money go. You're watching your money go. And once again, Uber tumbles, 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 and tumbles some more. Every time they get bad news, more and more people will sell. More and more people will sell. More and more people will sell. Why? Because they know that that stock isn't going to go up for any time soon because they got too much way to go. They got too much upside to come to. So a lot of people take their money out and move on to something else. A lot of people, a lot of you, you will stay in a stock even when it's falling and you'll watch your money leave. Well, because you're so faithful to that stock, you're going to stick it out. You got to understand you're the only one to think like that. Trading is totally different from investing. Trading, hey man, we get, I hate to put it this way, but we get eyes and we dipping. All right. So it's the club. It's three in the morning. We're trying to get what we're going to get so we can dip. Ugly, cute, whatever. We just we got to get ours. Investing, well, that's marriage. You dig that? That's that's the long term. We're going to put a lot of money into this because one day down the road, well, we're going to want to cash in and we want to be rich. So we're going to hold on to that. We're going to go to work and we're going to work, 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 work and take some of our paycheck and then we're going to put into that. Trading is we're going to take some of our paycheck and we're going to put into a stock. We're going to make a lot of money. We're going to sell it. And then we're going to move on and we're going to rinse and repeat. And we're going to rinse and repeat. And we're going to do it over and over and over and over until we're dead. That's trading. That's how people make money. A lot of people want to read Warren Buffett books and stuff and tell me about Warren Buffett. But he's a trader, man. He invests, but he's a trader. Nobody's going to make money by long term investing forever. 
So anyway, I kind of jumped over. But as I say, with the MACD, when the MACD is pointing downward, the stock is more than likely going down. When the MACD comes here and it points up, so these two lines, the MACD normally sit apart. It'll sit apart. And then as the MACD starts trending upward, it'll start coming up. So that's how we know it's in the upward trend. We know it's in the upward trend before it go. Now, if you can see my, I'm trying to get it, my arrow again, right up in here, you see the day, you see the, uh, the months of the year, and then you see the days. These are weeks. So when you're looking at these candlesticks, you just got to understand these are weeks, weeks and months, not just single days. So I'm saying that to say, when you look at Uber here, you see, my, you see Uber there, these are days and weeks that Uber was climbing. They were climbing. And that's how stocks move. A lot of time, bam, it'll start moving. People that know how to invest, well, they got in at $47.15 down here. They got in right there. Boom, they set. They dropped the bag on it, and now they let Uber do its thing. And as Uber starts to come up, boom, it had a, long, it had a nice gap up there, and it was just weeks, weeks, days of constant buying, buying. So people were making money. They were happy. They saw Uber got up there to $64. You start noticing that, again, you have your indicators here. You start noticing that Uber was in a downtrend. Why? Well, because the MACD told you Uber was in a downtrend and it started to come down. As you can see, came down here. It's down here. MACD comes over, it comes to the upside. So it stayed down for about, from, let's say the beginning of March. It looks like to about the first week of March, maybe second. But then it, it bent up. And that's when you'll hear us say, hey, Uber's MACD is pointed to the upside. It's in the upward trend. As you can see, bam, Uber's here, start to come up. Once again, Uber drops. And this time she drops bad. She drops and then boom, she had a long drop off. See a long goddamn drop off right here. So now Uber's trying to get a little traction. She comes up. Now, what you see here, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and chart this, mother. What you see here, it's called support. So let's just look here at $51. And 81 cent and then 51 dollars and 81 cent again this is called support this up here is called resistance support is what catches us support is a good thing well resistance that's what blocks us resistance they're stopping us from going forward or going through or going whatever so this is resistance this is support a rule of thumb that i like to use is what is normally resistance when a stock finally breaks that price, should become support. All right, so let's move this up here. And as you can see, it goes red. Red is resistance. So let's say Uber goes up, it hits $64, uh, five cent. It couldn't hit it. I mean, it couldn't break through, so it falls. It found support here. Uh, it's looking like about, $61 maybe, it found support at $61, only for a short period of time, and then it fell some more, and it never found support. Bam, it hit here, 
stayed for a hot second and then it came up. So that's technically, yeah, it found support there. That might be about same price, about $50. So it comes up to $57. She falls back down to $50. She bounces. So our support is our trampoline. She bounces off of there. She comes back up to $61. This time, as you jump on the trampoline and you go up, $61 is the ceiling. $61 is now the new ceiling. That's, that's resistance now. So bam, boom, hit $61. This time when it fell, instead of coming back down to $50, it found new support at $57.61. That's right there. $57.51. She stayed there, but she couldn't hold. She couldn't hold support there forever, so she failed. And she fell back down to $51.80. So she hit that trampoline again and she tried to bounce up. She found support again at $55.86 right here. So she held there. She had a nice buy up to $61. She fell again. Why, did she, why does Uber keep falling? Well, you got to understand, man, investing in stocks and trading and all of this, no matter how much you love it, to some people, this, shit, this stuff is a business. It's a job. It's how they make their money. So while you're holding for that beautiful bag to come one day, they're not holding because they know that that's a fairy tale story. So they sell, dropping the price. Again, you're watching your money go up and down and you're going, man, what's going on? You got to understand, people, you didn't sell. Now, if, you're, if you are in Uber for the long term, for 10 years down the road, five years, then you don't really care what Uber does. You don't care if the price goes up or down. Just every month when you get paid, you're going to toss money in it. And that's fine. To me, that's just a boring long way. And you're probably going to do that till you probably retire and have just enough to be comfortable with. But by trading, well, now you're going to make it. Because now us, people that know how to trade, we're riding each one of these waves up and down, up and down, up and down. And people coming in, let's say at $47 and they drop in $10,000 or $20,000. Well, when Uber goes up to $64,000, they made one hell of a bag. People that come down here at $47 and they drop $300 or $400, but they made money, uh, ain't really nothing to brag on. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, I made money. I made money investing. I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. So that's that. So how do you know where to take your money? How do you know where to get in? And how do you know... I guess you could say where to take your money is. That's where, that's where support, these green lines here, where a stock is at the bottom. Wherever it falls to at the bottom, again, that's called support. Wherever it falls, you know, wherever it stops at the top, that's resistance. Eventually, a stock is going to pop through resistance. Eventually, just not now. So if you're in the Uber like myself, well, I got an Uber again. I got an Uber when I really didn't know what I was doing. So I think I got an Uber here at $54. That was a great price at the time. The RSI was cold, as you can see up here. The RSI was cold. Great time to get in. Uber went up to $59. I was going to be holding it to $64 because $64.05 was his last big bit of resistance. So I was going to hold to the end. And Uber went up. That mug was doing all right. And they had uh, basically some bad news in the press. And I don't know if this is around that California admissions time or maybe the workers wanted to be paid. But Uber just kept getting slapped around. So they failed. I got caught holding the bag. For one, I should have had my stop loss set. I didn't know that. 
at the time. Well, I knew, I just didn't do it. So the stop loss keeps you from losing your money. Well, Uber failed dramatically, drastically. It's one of them words. But it fell here to $43. I didn't know at that time I should have bought more. I was just like, man, damn, I lost money. Here, here, Uber, here go $100 this month. And here go $100 next month. Well, what I know now that I didn't know then is Uber, Uber, if I'm holding it long term, then now this here, when it dropped to $43, yeah, I lost money, but this is now on sale. When a stock drops in price, it is now on sale. Because why did it drop in price? Did it drop in price because the company was doing something bad? Did it drop in price because it was, you know, doing some um, unethical stuff? Or did it drop in price because, you know, some billion trillionaire tweeted about it and everybody ran and sold. So those are the things to know. So anyway, when it dropped to $43, I should have really caught it on sale. So I, I, again, I didn't know. Uber came up. I started back making a little bit more money, but I was still in the red because remember I bought here. So I came close to, to breaking even and then she dropped, she dropped again. I'm like, Uber, what the? But this time I was smarter. When Uber dropped to $38, I ran a nice bag on Uber. Because now I knew, oh, you can't beat this sale. So I bought. And on top of everything I have here, I ran a bag here. So now when Uber ran up to like, let's say $48, well, I knew. Most importantly, I knew Uber was going to go back to where it came from. The thing about stocks is a lot of you see your money leave and then you, you, you cash out. You cash out and you, you cash out, honestly, because you don't know what the hell you're doing. But let me see. I can't, I can't get my other line here without messing. Oh, yes, I can. So now Uber runs up. She's right here. I knew where Uber was going to go because I was gonna, I'm going to hold back to here. Why? She had resistance at $51, $52. Resistance at $51, $52. Then she had a major sell-off. So now Uber has to fight back up all the way. Either which way, Uber has to come back to $51 to $52. $52.36 is going to be as big as uh, hit of resistance. Because uh, once it hits $51.74, and let's say it punched through that, then it is, you know, it got to get through $51.36 now. Why? Because each one of these was this resistance. So the easiest way to know about resistance and support is to look at where the stock is. Keep in mind, all of these down here are days to weeks. We know this, why? Because we've already passed those days. We are currently here now. We cannot see the future. We don't know what's in detail for Uber. We don't know what's gonna happen for Uber outside of what's in the report, the finances, they Twitters, they Twitter page, so on and so forth. That's the only way we really know what's popping with Uber. We know all of this history well because we're no longer in early 2021 we're about to go into 2022 now so this here is about to become old history that we can base uber off of and there's buddy so it's kind of like saying wherever a stock was that's why we say look at the history wherever a stock was it's eventually going to go back when we don't know we we have no clue when it's going to get there so in essence to say i'm holding uber I'm holding it long term, but for my trade now, I'm holding Uber to $52 because what I put in at $38.08, I'm going to collect that when it hits $52. I'm going to take that and then I'm going to go get into another position with that 
what I have left in Uber, well, that's going to ride, you know, whenever Uber passes $64, that's going to stay in Uber until I decide to collect. Even if it drops, well, it doesn't really matter because what's, what's going to be left when I collect here is just going to be all free money, pretty much. So I hope that makes sense. So you got the MACD that talks to you. MACD pointed to the upside, bam, bent here, came on up. MACD pointed to the downside, bam, it's coming down. You can see this on majority of uh, stocks, uh, charting. Let me see here. I'm trying to learn how to work this shit, Joe. Get your ass out of here. All right, so let's take Yahoo Finance, for instance. Now, I don't too much use Yahoo Finance charting. I don't like it. I like stock charts. But if I want to know the price of Yahoo, I just move my cursor over. Most of you do this on the phone, and if you do it, that's fine. I just prefer a laptop or desktop because it's so much more easier. But even when you're buying on here, let's say like a Yahoo Finance, you can customize your app. I mean, I'm sorry, your chart by your indicators here. I hope y'all can see that. Your indicator, you got comparison, you got your date range, you got the one day, the five day, which is essentially a week. We don't count the weekends, the one month, the three months, six months, so on and so forth. So anytime I'm getting into a stock for, let's say I'm getting in, I normally go to the five day. I look at the five day. I want to know what does it look like on a weekly basis because that's what I'm going to trade. Boom, I can look at that and I say, okay, well, Uber is definitely down for the week. This might be prime. I mean, I'm sorry. I keep saying Uber. I'm sorry. This is Prague. This is Prague, y'all. This is a totally different chart. So let's just keep it simple. Let's keep it on Uber. All right. This is Uber's chart. So Uber is actually up compared to where it was a couple of days ago. And does it tell you the date? Uh, sure it does somewhere. Let's go full screen. All right, yeah, it tells you dates down here. So you got your, your date, 11, 12, it gives you the time, so on and so forth. So you can watch some of these. I like like the live, live, view what is it live charting view or one of them websites where it has real time so you can actually see your stock going up and down in real time so if you're watching especially if you're on the options type of thing then you know you know you know to watch it and in seconds that money start hitting the downtrend it hits your indicator and it's coming down you sell more than likely you definitely sell so yahoo finance is a better one you got your date now these are more for day traders and stuff and if you want to draw buddy chill man so if I want to draw on here, and let's just say do some annotations from, uh, I can't do it now. Here to here, you can do it. I'm gonna be the first to tell you I don't really use, <laughs> I don't really use Yahoo uh, charts, like I say, because I'm stock chart type of dude. So, but it gives you a lot of stuff. It tells you in the short term it's bullish. That means that it's it's definitely in the uptrend. You can make some quick money. You can, you know, in the midterm maybe you're holding it for a few months. That's a swing trade or so you still make some money but if you're holding it long term it's a lot of people are like eh, simply because they know that uber is going to go up and down and it's probably even going to like where it is now it may drop back to 40 dollars or something crazy just giving off of its history so i hope some of this is making sense man so the first thing i do get out of here so we come back here i can go here to tip rank so this is uber so say i didn't know nothing about uber 
I didn't know a dang on thing about Uber. Well, I will come here to tip ranks. This is called tipranks.com. I utilize them to just, this is what a pros are. Uh, well, some pros used to say they're, they're on tip ranks and not, along with uh, uh, many other different apps, but come in here and they'll tell you, Hey, Uber given 20 ratings from people from wall street, Uber has a strong buy. 19 people say buy. 19 out of 20 say buy. One says hold. Zero say sell. So on the high side, Uber is worth $82. The average price is $69, which is here. And on a low price, they're $50. So they take those two and they come up with you know, their average. Uh, if you have a paid subscription, then you can come in and you can see some of the people that says, hey, we say this buy. Maybe you don't know who they are. You want to see what they know. But now you can you can go look at some of their their days and their portfolios and who exactly they are. Make sure you ain't listening to some scrub like myself or something. You know what I'm saying? So they'll have everything there. So if those professionals say that Uber is a $69 buy, then now I'll come back in. I'll look at Uber and I'll say, damn, Uber's at $45.12 today. How long is it going to take it to get to $60 or $80? I don't know. But one thing I do know is, well, eventually, in order to be a reputable company, Uber is going to have to get back to business. At bare minimum, it's going to have to get back to its 50-day moving, I mean, its 200-day moving average, which is right here, $49.40. It's already over the 50, but to be a reputable company, it can trend under this for a while. And the longer it stay under, well, it's, it's 200-day moving average is going to adjust down to the lower side. If you want to be reputable and you want people to keep investing in you so that you can have money to keep running your company, you got to get back to the big boy numbers. So that's why we always say it's not a matter of uh, if Uber's going to get back to $61. It's just a matter of when. So when you guys see your money, bam, drop, you say, oh, Lord, Jesus, I'm selling. You're a sale. You lock yourself into the losses that you just had. But had you, bam, it dropped, it bottomed. Had you just looked at it as, oh, snap, Uber is on sale. Yeah, I got some ground to make up. But guess what? Now, the more I buy here, when Uber starts coming up, the more I'm going to make. Yes, I'm in the hole here, but this is called averaging down now. You take advantage. The sucky bad thing about Uber is when you average down at $43 and it came up, well, if you didn't sell, because like if you didn't get yourself out of the hole, you didn't sell, then chances are you kept riding the wave. And then look what Uber did. Abbott dropped again, <laughs> this time more. So that's why now you'll be like, damn, I bought the dip, but she keep on dipping. Yeah, your indicators are going to tell you any and everything that's going on with that stock. Yes, they will, unless it has a major sell-off right away. Your indicators here. And you can't really see mine because Uber's kind of lined up over them, meaning that it started to push upwards. So they're kind of starting to line up here because Uber's you know, trending back up towards this $50 mark. So, man, I really hope somebody, I, I hope, I hope this is making sense. Uh, I do plan on going a lot more detail into a class that I'm doing a PowerPoint, but I just want to get something out so I can push it to you guys and you can see, you know, hopefully, okay, I see a little bit of what he's talking about. Um, I got to learn how to work this, y'all, because I don't want to close the screen. Uh, we ain't going to end nothing. Show you inside of that.
All right, so where were we? We were here. Let's go stock charts. I mean, stock calculator. Stock calculator is something that I use because now I can come in and I can say, I know exactly how much I'm going to get out of my stuff. Let's just say I purchased 15 shares of Uber because that's what most of you guys are going to do. What we say Uber sitting at? $44? $45.12. So we'll come here. I'll come here rather. $45. 12. And we're going to sell Uber. What do we say? We're going to hold to $65. Now I'm going to take these commission fees out because every platform that you trade on commission fees are different. Some have commission fees, some do not. So I just normally take them out. So understand these prices are give or take, but let's just say some of y'all may come in with, they get 15 shares of Uber at $45 and 12 cents. That is right here. That is six, $676 that you would have invested into Uber. Now, for some of you, that's, that's not a bad, it's not a bad investment, especially if, if, if you're new and don't know what you're doing, you definitely shouldn't go over that. But let's just say, you know, whatever, that's what you did. So now your profit when Uber, when you bought at $45 and 12 cent and Uber hit $65 and sale, those 15 shares you have would have made you $300. So your 600, almost $700 would have got you pretty much $300. That's 44 cent gain. It's not bad, but people that know how to read a chart, because again, you got to understand, it's not a question of if Uber is going to come back up. Unless Uber say we are closing our doors, we're going bankrupt, then Uber is a reputable company. They make millions to billions. So they got some traction to cover. It may take a year. Shit, it might take two years. Who knows? But one thing we do know eventually, it's going to get there. So, just my rule of thumb, now that I know what I'm doing. So I may come in and I may buy 150 shares of Uber at $45. That's $6,000. Uh, that's pretty much almost $7,000. So now when Uber goes there to $65, well, I'll make $2,000, almost $3,000 off of my almost seven. For me, most people say, damn, that's not bad. But for me, I'm not putting up $6,000 just to make $2,000 unless this is a day trade. If I know that Uber is going to hit $60, you know, $60 in a day because of my homework and because of charts and blah, blah, then maybe strictly for a day trade. But I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't because if Uber was to turn and go backwards, well, now I'm going to lose money just so I could have made 3000 off my six. I don't do that. I, me personally, I need to break even or I need to make more. So if it was me, well, now I'll be in there and I'll be like, well, let's see what Uber's going to get. She hit that $80 mark. Well, now your $6,000 will get you $5,000, you know, in that period of time, however long it takes Uber to get there. However long it takes Uber to get from here to $64. Uh, let's see here. Hold tight. Sometimes that bitch be tripping, man. They don't want to give me my arrows. Let's go there. So let's say, uh, get out of that bitch. Chill, buddy. I, you know, I got to work with me, man. 
All right, let's say Uber goes from there. We buy Uber here. Hope y'all can see that. Let's make that. Buddy, see me busy, man. Chill out. All right, let's say, make it black. We buy Uber here at $45, $45.12. Hold there. But see, when Uber, let's say when Uber gets to $64, dollars and five cents is uber's in one hell of an uptrend meaning that she has major momentum maybe they didn't partner with somebody and if you know what uber's doing you already know what they're doing so the stuff they're doing is kind of good news it's just will it be enough tra traction to make us want to buy more but anyway if you hold here if you bought here and you held all the way up let's say it's 80 dollars yeah we said 80 buddy all right y'all hold on get your ass in the house huh Quit. Well, <laughs> damn, didn't the game just come on? Yeah. Well, I, could, I tell you, every Sunday you're going to feel like that. But I'm recording. You might not want to say nothing you don't want to say. What? I'm recording. You might not want to say nothing you don't want to say, Shada. Your mama might watch this or something. All right. Sorry about that. All right, so where were we? We were talking about Uber. Uh, bam, so we said $82. So let's go back. Here's the funny thing about when you have a lot of money on the table, every penny that these stocks make adjusts your money. All right, so that took you up to 55. So let's just say Uber just catches fire. She just acts ridiculous like most stocks do and she tap $100 for some reason. Well, now your $6,000 that you that I would have invested would have made me $8,000. I can live with that type of return. My return on investment now is 121%. I can live with that. It's nothing wrong with that. But my thing is a lot of people chase the name brand stocks and you really miss out on a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really miss out on the bag. So let's take another one. I'm not going to save this chart at all. No. All right, let's take, and these are some of my portfolio ones, but let's take, obviously, I'm going to definitely brag and rap about Prague all day, every day. Why? Well, because I bought Prague at 90 cent, 90 whopping cent around here. Again, people tell you stay away from penny stocks. Penny stocks are trash. You're going to lose all your money, yada, yada, yada. If you know what you're doing, then you know love lost in the city, you dig? So right now, let's say Prague. Prague is pointing downward. I, I know so much information on Prague that the more Prague goes down, the more I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy. That's just me. I'm not telling people to buy. I'm just telling you what the fuck I'm going to do, basically. All right? But I bought that. I bought Prague at about 90 cents. Uh, and this was, yeah, probably about towards the end of my birthday. So right here at 86 cent, I bought it probably at 90. <clears throat> Prague started, Prague had a big gap up. Most of us didn't think Prague was going to make that gap up. So that's why we loaded the boat. I loaded the boat at 90 cent at $5,000. I dropped five bands on Prague. I forget what five bands is. So I got to try to, at a 90 cent average. I think I did. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, 
let's go back. Six, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, I was about right there, about $5,500. So I was going to hold Prague to $1.80. I was going to pretty much double my money when Prague, when Prague went from here. Work with me, folks. Let's go auto support and resistance. So when Prague went from here to pretty much here, I made 10 racks. Well, I made five racks, total of 10. I have a rule of thumb. Because this, this was a trade, you dig? I had a rule of thumb that when you see profit, you take profit. So when prob hit one, you know, it doubled in value. I took my original profit off the table. I say again, I took my original profit off the table. I took my original 5000 basically $5,500 out. I actually took then some because I was, I was waiting to hold to 180 but then it ran to $2. But when they hit $2, you better believe I was somewhere in the house going, holy shit, I Nikes. And she's still running. But I had to secure my profits because I had other moves that I was trying to get into. So I took my, I think I took like, I think I took like my five out. So I was at a total of 12. I took my five, my initial profit back out. Prague, as you can see, um, my second checkpoint was going to be here, pretty much right at $3. It was $3.60. So I was going to collect around $3.50 or so. At that time, at that time, when Prague hit $3, you know, and I'm going to say this, had I not took out, now, just because I took out too, too early, well, not too early, but because I took out, that wasn't too early. That wasn't paper hands. No, no one knew that Prague was going to be what it was. Like even with the homework and the DD, Prague was still uh, a trade. And right in the midst of about, let's take these off. Right in the midst of about, I'm going to say, let me see, Prague ran up. She went from here. She hit our mark. Then the next day, Prague came about right here. So we was all like, oh, snap, Prague found support. Hold on now. This may not be a trade. This, this might be an investment. And then that's what happened here. Because this was around the time I think Prague dropped the news that they had these patents, like five damn patents approved um, and everything. So it went from a flip to now an investment. And that's why Prague, and even when Prague ran up, so Prague ran up to one day, he's saying 443, but now in the aftermarket, Prague ran up to $5. Now the chart isn't going to show that because I'm not, I'm sorry, not aftermarket, but the pre-market, the chart isn't really going to sh show it too much, but that mug hit $5. Now my 55, pretty much my 5,500 would have got me 24,000. That's how that works. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, 
the more you do, the more you make. So a lot of people look at all of this as gambling. Man, ain't none of this crap gambling when you know how to read a chart. It's just a waiting game. It's just all you've invested in good companies. OTC stocks get a bad rap because a lot of those companies, well, they're us. They're young companies trying to get on the stock market. They are young companies trying to get on the stock market. They are young companies trying to get on the major stock market, the Dow, the NASDAQ, all this type of stuff. But majority of the time, you got to start out on the OTC market. Shit, Amazon, everybody did. Can you make it out of the OTC market? Like, that's the question. So people will get a bad rap on them OTC stocks. But if you know what you're doing, man, you can be a millionaire off of penny stocks. Anything under $5 is considered basically a penny stock until it stays above a certain amount of dollars for a certain amount of time. So kind of jumped around, but it's a lot to explain. Tipranks.com, again, I use them. You don't have to, I have a subscription. I would recommend just using a free until you understand how it works. Hell, I can come in here. Hell, they'll even give you shit, stop picks. Really any charting app, they'll give you stop picks. And you just come in this month and you find who's going in the uptrend, who's doing whatever. Uh, let's look up, let's look up some, because everybody always wants these expensive ones, these Teslas and all of this shit. Like, bro, for what you pay for one Tesla, you could have you could have made thousands off of some cheaper and excellent. So you got to kind of sift through them, but uh, let's see. I ain't gonna show y'all all that, but let's say this one. Penny stocks. So you come over here to penny stocks. See again, you see this $3.57? That's still a penny stock. Why? Because they haven't broken the $5, um, like I'm gonna say $5 moving average, meaning that they didn't hold at $5 for X amount of time to be considered not a penny stock anymore. But so you come here, let's see these guys. Most penny stocks, well, they may have a they may have like low ratings, one rating, two rating. Some of them you can't even pull up because they have no rating. So this one is currently sitting at 62 cents. One analyst, one. It's looking like two, but they got one. Let me see. He kind of sucked. You might know what take his advice. Well, no, he, he's pretty good. He got a 47%. He got a 44% on his rating. So you got to take their advice with a grain of salt. But uh, again, you'll come in. So let's just say this real quick. It's a little cold out here, y'all. So I'm going to make this. So anyway, but this, this is the numbers on Prague. If you do your homework on Prague and understand here, Prague's high was $7.86. Do your homework on Prague and see if you still think that that's going to be their high. And then you make the decision on if you're going to purchase that stock. What did we say that one was? S-O-N-N, S-O-N-N. So I'll come here, S-O-N-N, look at the chart. Oh yeah, 62 cent. It's currently sitting at 62 cents. It got a long gap up to go, but it got some good ground to cover. So is this, a, is this a stock you should buy right now? I say no. I say definitely do your homework on it, but you could make some money. Now, how long will it take to get here? We don't know. It could be the middle of next year. But as you see, it started off 
you know, it has some good upside. It was at $3.41. And then whatever. So your research, you have to go research, is going to tell you why this dropped. Why the hell did it drop? We don't know. Not right now, but it dropped. It dropped, 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 dropped. So normally in the OTC stock, should you jump on it right now? No. Because again, you need to go see what's up with this company. What's the finances? What's what? Now, this professional is saying you should. So he knows more than all of us, but you still need to do your very own DD. But let's just say 62 cent. I come in 62 cent, goddamn. And I put the same amount in. Now, let me say this before I do that. Once you know how to chart, once you understand how stocks move, once you know everything that none of this is, is the lottery and you're guessing at numbers, then now you'll be more comfortable with putting big, big money up on it. Why? Because we know it's going to come up. We just don't know when. So now we're at 62 cents. So let's say we ran them same numbers for Prague and it goes to $5. Say I come in, now my 62 cents, my 6,000 shares for this is going to be $3,720. And let's say you hold, you invest $3,000 and you hold, no matter how long it takes sun to get to wherever the hell it's going to go. Like you did your homework on these suckers and you know, oh, they're going to get there. I just don't know when, but I do know they're going to get there. Well, then your $3,000 investment is going to get you $26,280 on a return. That's 706% on your return. I mean, goddamn. Most people had this sitting in the bank forever and it ain't making them nothing. I am one that would say, don't put all your money in the bank. But if you definitely did have, so let's just say you dropped that. Because maybe all you got is 6000 in the bank. Maybe not even do half. Say, do a quarter. I don't, I don't know what your budget is. But do you see how this works now? Instead of having it sit in the bank, you can put it on a great stock that you know is going to do you some, some, some stuff. And here's what you're going to make. Say this stock takes off, as most stocks do. We get in them for the long run. And it might be like, hey, we're going we're gonna to get in this for six months. And that mug take off in two weeks. You just collected a bag. You collected $13,000 in whatever period of time it took. If it's still, let's just say, take six to seven months, I guarantee you half of y'all are not even going to make $13,000 at work with your paycheck. So either which way, you, you're still in the money. That's how that works. There's no secrets to this, guys. There's no hustling to this. It's only gambling when you guys are just buying crazy. You know, it's here. And then you, you buy. And then it drops. And then you sell. You locked in your losses. You're dumb dumb. You were in something that you had no clue what you were doing. And you got screwed as you should have. This is why I say reading charts is important. And I'm cussing and I'm fussing and I'm screaming. And it's like I got to beg people to learn this. And then most people say, well, hey, how about I just give you the money and you do it? No, I'm not a servant, first of all. And second of all, if you rely on me to make you money, and then when these idiots pop me in the back of the head and kill me, your, your, your income just died with me. So, no, I'm not going to put your livelihood in my hands. I don't rescue people anymore. I'm fucking retired from that business. But I will show you how to rescue yourself. And that's why this is important. So I will go more into detail. I will, will, will go more and more and more into detail, but
but I did want to do this video to get you guys to understand why you're here in this Discord now. Why is Tyran constantly chatting and cussing us out and telling us we we, we pieces of crap? And it's because you left so much money on the table in 2020 and 2021 that some of you need to be slapped right now. The most you've ever told me is, well, I didn't have time to learn this because I was at work. People, you got to understand, you can go to work all you want. But if you don't invest your money, you are going to die broke. There, I'm not even saying it to be mean. You're going to die broke. Of course, you won't know it because you're dead. But I promise you, most of you are going to die and your kids are going to have to raise money to bury you. And whatever they raise, you're probably only going to raid a shoebox. You know what I'm saying? We all know people that have done GoFundMe's and crap for funerals. So my thing is, once you learn how to invest and invest properly, even if you invested in this right now, you did, let's say you had a custodian account for your kids and you passed away and nobody knew that you had this account. The likelihood of the future is this stock is going to be up. So that, that 3,000, I mean, that, uh, yeah, that 1,800 you might invest that would have got you 13,000. Well, say you pass away or you go to jail or you just do something and you just don't touch it for years. Chances are you'll come back and it, it this would be like multiple thousands, if not millions, off of a funky little $1,800 investment. That's how you keep your gener generational wealth going. Because even with life insurance money, folks, if your kids have no financial management skills, then chances are they're going to blow through that money and then they're going to die broke. So I just want to show this to you guys and get you to understand. All right? So I'm not trying to sell you nothing. If anything, most people try to sell y'all stuff and... <laughs> You know, I don't know. They try to hit you with a big price. I'm just kind of like, say, man, I really don't want your money, but you are going to pay for my time. But I'm going to help you make some money so that you can afford my time. I don't know anybody that would really do that. And if it, I'm sorry. If there are people that would do that, you know, right, whatever. But all right, man, I'm going to get out your hair. That's just that. Hopefully I can get this uploaded. Hopefully y'all stay with me long enough to see what's what. All right. So I'm sincere when I say, I effing love most of y'all. Some of y'all I don't know. Uh, you'll get to know me. Some of you will like me. Some of you won't. I'm going to be honest. I really don't even care. But if you take knowledge from me and you can make money, you can feed your kids, you can pay a bill, you can buy a new car or something, say, man, my mission is done. You can hate me all you want. But I paid it forward. I'm a 20-year vet. I gave 20 years of my life fighting for people I don't even know. As I told my wife, that's what I'm going to do till I die. But I'm only going to say who wants to be saved. I'm not coming back to the hood. I've seen too many times what happened to the heroes when they go back to the hood trying to save people. It's the people in the hood that kill them. So this is the best way that I know how to do it without getting my head blown off. All right? So I truly love y'all, man. Y'all stay safe, y'all. Man, hey, just get ready to make some goddamn money if you're rolling with me is all I'm going to say. All right? Ra, talk to y'all later, man.